been away Haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are great They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy
following podcast contains views and thoughts that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Spoiler content will be included in this podcast, so if you do not want to be spoiled, you might want to wait until the podcast hits the archives. Accordingly, the thoughts and views of our hosts or callers do not reflect the views of the Missy AE podcast or any of the Whispers groups. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor 46 recap, or not recap, I'm sorry, cast assessment podcast, uh, brought to you by the Missy AE podcast, whom without his help, of course, none of these podcasts would be able, uh, would be possible uh, to bring to you. Uh, Obviously, we have a new Survivor season about to get underway tomorrow night starting with two weeks of two-hour episodes. Uh, obviously, you know, everybody Everybody was expecting Jim. I'm not Jim. Uh, Jim may join us tonight. He may not. Uh, that remains to be seen. But uh, we do have a full cast list, 18 new players uh, for this 46th season of Survivor in – what Jeff Probst is is basically praising this season supposedly for its gameplay. Uh, I don't know how much we can really uh, how much we can really hold him to that, uh, but we will do the we will do the best we can to sort of break down the uh, tribe listings uh, one by one. We'll do we'll cover each tribe. Uh, we will give our initial thoughts heading into tomorrow night's premiere episode as to whether or not this person may do well, whether this person's going to do poorly. A little bit of a spoiler alert here. Yeah, don't expect. You know, we're probably not going to get a lot of these a lot of these predictions right, but you know. Who knows? We may hit on a few of them, but like I like I said, this is as of right now a speculation type podcast. Are giving our honest views each contestant as we go through them one by one. Uh, currently on the line, joining me tonight to start off tonight's show, we have Melissa, we have JB, we have Reggie, and we have David Cadmus. Uh, as well. Um, I'll start off with you, David. Uh, you know, a long time, you're a long time fan of the show. Uh, have you, have you had the opportunity to look through, to look through this cast? I sure have. All right. Well, hello. we are going to, yes. Yes. Hello. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 never mind. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I I didn't think you heard me. Oh no 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 I'm sorry I'm sorry I did I did uh, I did hear you. Um, well, let's uh, let's go let's go over to my, before before we you know before we start with the actual analysis. Let's just uh, let's just hear from 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 everybody on the uh, on the call. Melissa, how are you doing? Melissa? Melissa. 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this is Melissa's no. number. No, I had I had myself muted. I had myself muted. Sorry. Hello, I'm doing okay. Okay, we for oh, I we forgive have, you. That, well, that, that that's good to hear, Melissa. We haven't we haven't heard from you in a while, so uh, we're hoping everything uh, hoping everything was uh, everything was uh, is going going well in your world. Well, yeah, it is, but you guys have been busy doing your game and yeah. stuff, so Yeah, we 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 have been busy, which we did we did officially just wrap that uh wrapped that up last night. Uh which uh in particular uh Reggie was a member of uh of our jury. Uh Reggie, how are you doing tonight? I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. I, I definitely, I definitely uh, feel you there. I'm. I mean, like literally, literally I'm running able... on five hours sleep. Yeah, um, I haven't been able to review the class. Thank you, Melissa, for sending me that little wheel. I do totally love it. It's good to hear your voice again. Um, yeah, I probably won't be on long tonight. I'll probably just catch up with it because. I couldn't sleep last night after, you know, going over everything with with Tribal's console, you know, and crowning the champion, Janet. And it's just, oh, man. And today was very rough at work. Had a meeting after work, so I'm, like, thinking, oh, my God, I don't have to get home and start at 7 o'clock and maybe on the phone until 11.15, 11.30. So that, that was a little much, a little much. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I had to I had to do even more paperwork today, so I'm. Uh, I seen your interviews. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like having to do with my uh, with my regular day job. So, um, but needless to, needless I, to say, though, it's it's uh, it's definitely been a tiring day. We'll put it that yeah, way. I'm exhausted. I really am. And then, of course, I say. To my neighbor, I say, of course I'll take you at 5 o'clock to a furniture store. Yeah, let's go. I ought to have my head examined, Steve. <laughs> but it's all good. How have you been doing, JB? Hey, I've been doing fine. Uh, I know Jim, I, I will tell you this, and I didn't know if Jim told you, he did uh, message me on uh, Facebook, and I guess he was just wondering how I was. And he said, uh, you know, how you doing? I guess it's because after uh, the last Survivor, all my time was devoted on uh the cruise that uh, I went on in uh, January with my three sisters and brother and their uh, husband and wives and my wife. So there was 10 of us. And afterwards, I just, I don't know what it was. I think it was, uh, you know, my laptop was uh, screwing up and, I wasn't getting on there. I was messing around on my telephone, seeing if 
Well, what can I get into on my telephone? And it's very <laughs> limited. So I guess that's why he uh, messaged me, you know, how I was doing. And I messaged him back that, you know, hey, I'm doing fine. I'm here. And, you know, shit's hitting the fan and all that kind of stuff. So everything's well, been doing everything. It's good to it's Everything's good to hear from you. We well we didn't we didn't know what happened yet after the uh after after the uh the epic uh, sports uh uh games gridiron collapse. Oh man. Do you hear any kind of high pitched noise now? Uh no, not coming from not coming from your end, no, not like uh not like what? Not like we did um, on a, not like, a, or on Saturday night. That must have been a high, high pitched noise that was coming through. I don't well, know it what. It, it literally like it pierced my it pierced my ears. Like when I when I was when I had connected you, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I I it, it was it was almost like somebody. Uh, like blared a horn or something right in my uh, right in my ear, except the horn was very low. Huh? Would it have uh, done any better if you would have disconnected me? Uh no, because then you would have been dis- you you would have uh, you would have been disconnected off of the show because it was in the overtime. But I mean, we got disconnected anyways at that point. Uh, but anyways, uh, everything, everything sounds a lot better now though. Everything is going good. My laptop's still screwing up. I'm just talking on my telephone now, just doing goofy stuff now. All right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, we do have three new tribes. Uh, we have the Nami tribe, the Siga tribe, and the Yanu tribe. Now, obviously, to anybody listening, uh, it's worth it's worth noting. Obviously, we are coming into this spoiler free uh, for now, at least. So, don't expect. Until until we have a cer- until uh, if a certain somebody decides to show up, don't expect spoiler talk right now. This is purely speculation, just based off of what we've based off of what we've seen and heard uh, in the press interviews that have been uh, that have been presented by CBS. Uh, so. We will start off with the I gotta find the tribe first. With the Mammy tribe. The Mammy tribe, uh we start off with a guy named Hunter McKnight. And this guy is a science teacher who apparently must be a diehard survivor fan because He's actually been constructing challenges and running tribal council with his own students 
as his contestants. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously nobody can perfectly mimic the, you know, the actual feel and environment of the of the game of Survivor. But to me, the th- the thing that sticks out to me is right right off the bat is this guy Survivor. He must be one of those one of those contestants where Survivor is basically this guy's entire life almost. He eats, sleeps, and breathes Survivor. Um, but it's one thing to be such a diehard fan and, you know, watch it on television every week. And it's another thing to actually be out there in the elements and actually doing uh, the different, you know, uh, doing the different challenges and actually playing the game. Uh, Now, Maybe perhaps because of the fact that he is a teacher, maybe he will maybe he will work a lot better with uh, with any of the younger contestants. Uh, he is 28, so technically, you know, he is he is in the below uh, the below age 30 crowd. Uh, I mean, he he, he basically, uh, from what it sounds like, he must be athletic because he does he does play. A, or he has played a variety of sports, and also not to mention, uh, he really must be taking it seriously when you consider the fact that uh, he does. He, he sounds like an outdoorsman essentially uh, here, with uh, with him basically uh, not not only uh, reconstructing the show with his students, but also apparently he's an avid camper as well. Uh, Now he did say that he would most play, he would play the game most like Hayden. I assume he means Hayden Moss from uh, obviously the winner of big brother 12, but uh, he was on the, uh, what was it? Blood versus water. I think uh, on survivor blood versus water. Uh, and he does, you know, he does describe himself as hardworking and competitive, uh, as well as intelligent. So I, just based off of what we've been given here, it sounds like he has all three, you, you know, all three elements needed in order to make a potential long run into the game. But let's start off with you, Melissa. Uh, what's what's your take on Hunter McKnight? Is this a, is this a guy who is actually going to be able to take that diehard Survivor fan status and actually into into this into his his own game, or is he one that may potentially fan out uh, pretty quickly? Um. You know what? I think he's going to be fun to watch. I think he's kind of funny. Um, I really kind of like him, you know. I think he's got an understanding of how the younger mindset works. And I think that he's going to do well. Crossing fingers. 
What 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 are your thoughts, JB? What what's what's your take on uh, on Hunter? Because we you know we've seen diehard Survivor fans play this game before, but you know some have been hit and miss. Uh, what what's your take on Hunter? My take on Hunter is at first when I saw his name and that he's. <laughs> 28, and that he's a science teacher, I thought, well, I don't know. And there's one uh, excuse that I have to uh, make, and that is I had, I even let Jim know, I think this was like about a month and a half ago, uh, I had everybody's name written down everybody's, uh, you know, associated with what uh, tribe they were. I even had the color of their tribes. And I had that in a separate uh, file in my email. And I was messing around on my telephone one time about a month and a half ago and deleted the whole thing. So what I had to do is uh, go on uh, True Dork Times website, and I had to download everybody's name and everything like that. I had all kind of stuff written down on, uh, you know, what I thought at first when I saw his name and science teacher in 28, I thought, uh, after you mentioned what he uh, went to, go through, uh, you know, going through, uh, you know, all this stuff, I thought, well, compared with the other people on this tribe, I think he's going to I think he is going to uh stand out among the other uh six or the other five uh of the uh Nami tribe. Well the one thing I'm really happy about uh just to, just to put out there is it is he's he definitely seems like he's not one of those type of guy one of those type of competitors that's basically a recruit which i mean right. we've you know we've seen how how recruits can be uh when chosen for a season where you know they're there basically just for the camera time but uh, what what are your thought What are your thoughts, Reggie, on uh, on Hunter McKnight? I have no clue. I didn't read any of the bios. Um, he looks nice. Thank you, Melissa, again for sending the chart. Uh, I <laughs> I really did not have time to read anything, and I kind of don't like. Do you remember? I like to see a few episodes and just get the feel of everybody, and then I'll go back and read their bios if I can find them all. But, yeah, um, being a science teacher and if he likes the outdoors, he should go pretty far. 
Yeah, you know, it, it definitely it, it definitely seems like he has uh, the wherewithal, you know, the necessary tools potentially. Uh, you know, like I said, I mean, this is a guy who's basically who's basically made his own version of Survivor uh, with his uh, with his while while teaching his students and having his students be the uh, be the players. Uh, David, let's get let's get your thoughts. Uh, I mean, could could this guy be just a be just another Max Dawson? Or I'm, I'm sorry, I missed everything this guy because we have. Go I ahead. just missed everything because there was an accident in my house and I had to take care of it. So uh, I missed everything that everybody said. I'm sorry. I called back. Oh, that's okay. And who were we talking about, Hunter? Uh yeah, Hunter, Hunter McKnight. Yeah, he's pretty. Uh, he he's from uh, Mississippi, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty uh, smart, and uh, he has a chance to go pretty far if he uh, plays his cards right. Yeah, he's definitely it, the the one the one thing that the one thing that sticks out to me though, and it's it, it's kind of a worry because the last person that we saw uh, do this whole you know you know uh, reconstruct his own game of Survivor uh, before before going out there. If I remember correctly, I believe it was Max Dawson. And we saw how he tried to play. He tried to he tried to emulate certain Survivor players like Richard Hatch. You know, uh, he ended up uh, going out there and getting naked out on the island. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I would assume that you know he has the uh, not not just the social wherewithal but the strategic wherewithal to basically keep tra- to, like to to be mindful of what he's doing out there so i would assume that as long as he doesn't pull a max dawson uh i mean of course this is obviously just our, this is just our opinion uh but I think he potentially has the tools to make a deep run. I don't know if he'll be final three or, uh, or you know, be our or be our winner. But I do think I do think he has the tools to make it far. And it's also worth noting as well that uh, he did have a confessional uh in the for anybody who uh, who may have seen the uh early preview of this uh of of this premiere episode uh he was one of the players that did have a confessional to start off uh to start off the episode now more often than not that's usually a good sign of the fact that they're going to be some sort of character uh Although I, be, I believe uh, – now, of course, I'm getting too far ahead of myself here. Uh, but I believe uh, every past winner uh, or winner candidate 
has had a confessional in the opening moments of uh, of their Survivor season. Now, I know, I know our uh, our Survivor statistician uh, Tim Gross. He was listening before. He's not in the chat room now. I don't know where he is now. Uh, but maybe if he is still listening somehow, if he could uh, if he could find something out about that. Um, next we have Liz Wilcox, who is a marketing strategist, uh, which means she she has to she has to know how to how to observe people and how to work different marketing trends and what she has to be very observing essentially uh basically she said that that she's essentially seeing the jug and not going into this survivor season with any sort of plan coming in that basically she's going to rely on her gut uh which is some of the time or you know some of the time that actually plays into her actual job of a marketing strategist um however i mean what what i get out of her uh you know she says she wants to play most like russell or sandra uh which I mean, obviously, who doesn't want to play like Sandra? You know, as long as the whole, uh, as long as it ain't me uh, strategy, you know? So, we, you know, we saw how well that strategy worked out for Sandra. Uh, but, you know, otherwise, basically what, what I'm uh, – what I'm getting out of uh, out of her so far, I mean, she is she is a public speaker and the face of her of her current company uh, that she uh, that she has. So obviously she's good. She she has to be good at at, uh, at talking with people. Uh, don't necessarily uh, don't necessarily know if she'll even really be good in challenges, but. There's, you know, there's more to the game of Survivor than just challenges. Uh, I mean, as as we've seen in previous seasons, you know, we've had we've had winners uh, that have, uh, you know, that have never won individual immunity uh, and relied on their on their strategic gameplay or their social gameplay. Uh, so. Why don't we start with uh with with you Melissa on uh on this one. What what are your thoughts on Liz Wilcox? Well, first of all, I think she looks exactly like Mariah um who is on oh god, what um the Siga team or the Siga tribe. They're like identical. Same glasses, same color hair. I mean, it's uncanny. Anyway, um, uh, it's funny because when I was watching her, uh, I didn't think that she had too much personality. She kind of seemed a little bit boring. Um, 
I mean, she might be good, but I don't see her going too deep, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think, you know, the the fact that she comes off as boring, uh, not really sure that bodes well for her when it comes to, uh, specifically when it comes to story. Um, you know, something tells me that uh, just based off of that observation, maybe we may not get as uh, as much camera time out of her as as we would some other contestants. Um, but, I, you know, I kind of wonder if maybe that comes with being a marketing strategist, the fact that she's, you know, she, she she's not sticking herself out. I mean, yeah, she, you know, she does stick herself out there being the face of her own company, but, uh, you know, she she's going to basically rely on her own, uh, on her own connections with people rather than, you know, making, making any sort of flashy type of move. But, you know, obviously, you know, the, the, these are first impressions that we have of her. So, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe we're, we're way off when it comes to, when it comes to this potentially. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts, David? What are your What are your thoughts on uh, on Liz? Liz yeah. Wilcox, just just like uh, oh, who was it? Melissa, just like Melissa said, she has a uncanny resemblance to Mariah. And by listening to you say, by listening to her saying that she's kind of, uh, or that she's boring and everything, uh, being she's a marketing strategist, she kind of, I can see her kind of standing off to the side, just watching over everybody kind of staying out of the way and maybe that's why she's uh you know kind of boring bottom line she might be getting all kind of uh information that we don't know and like uh like Steve just like you said this is our you know, first impressions, and they really don't. Uh, they really don't mean anything. And who's to know, really? Except uh, Jim. Jim knows uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, ob- obviously, obviously, he's got the goods. But you know, I think, I think he's, uh, I think he's earned uh, a lot. Uh, a, you know, a rest after uh, after everything he's uh, after everything he's gone through the past uh, the past month or so with uh, with hosting the Whispers games. Uh, so, and and I say he deserves a rest tonight too. What the heck? 
Uh, David, what are, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, on Liz, the uh, marketing strategist? You know, I I I can't. I've got to be honest. I've only focused on a few people, and uh, I feel kind of bad about that. But she didn't really strike me as uh, as too. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking? Um, she she just didn't strike me. She didn't, you know, catch me. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's not somebody who sticks out, basically. No, no, no. Like she's you, just. Yeah. Like no, if, you, if she, you were if you were if if you were to go to uh, when you when you look at a at every Survivor cast, usually there's somebody that sticks out that that that's yes. either a character or. Somebody that you know that uh, will really leave an impression. Yes. So yeah, no, she didn't really give me any kind of uh, vibe about how she was going to do. She she was just there, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, Reggie, what are what are your thoughts? I I, I know you I know you have the. Uh, you have the thing in front of you, in front of you there. What what are your thoughts on uh, on Liz? I don't know. I think she's going to surprise us. I really do. Um, I hope she does anyway. Like I said, I uh, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, just look at her it, face. Not, is she wearing a headband? Yes. Or something in her hair? Yes. She is, yes. She's a little older, you I know, think. She looks older, but she may surprise us and really be faithful to whoever she bond, you know, makes an alliance with. I don't know. I kind of I kind of I'm leaving it open on her. I kind of I just I don't know. Yeah. You know, the more I look at the two, I think they are, I think they're sisters. I think it's going to come out later down the line that they're sisters. Okay. Uh, There's a secret, there's the secret twist of the season. Mm -hmm. Who's her sister? Mariah on the Signa team. Oh, I thought that said Monique. Okay, never mind. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, they do. Look, I mean, I look mean, the the shape smile. of their mouth, the shapes yeah, of their mouth, smile. the eyes, the glasses. I, I mean, they're yeah, it's crazy. If they're not sisters, okay, go ahead. They need to take a DNA test. No, I, that's uh-huh. all I was going to say. If they're not sisters, they need to take a DNA test because mm-hmm. they sure they sure do. Yeah. Because when you first sent me this circle, I thought I was seeing the same person twice. Yep. Well, I mean, they would be they would be stealing the the sister twist uh, from uh, from Big Brother, but uh, you know, you know what's weird is you know she strikes some of us as boring but yet you take a look at her cast photo and she's got she she looks like she she has like an upbeat personality you know uh mm-hmm. it just seems 
it seems really weird just uh just lo looking at it specifically from the photo and then uh you know looking at what we've uh at what we've seen uh with the interviews that that's what i said i i think she's going to surprise us all i'm hoping anyway <laughs> Uh, I see we have Janet and we have Tim uh, in the chat room. Uh, Janet and Tim, you guys can uh, can feel free to call in at any time, and uh, we will get we will get your thoughts. I know I know uh, you guys may not have uh, uh, may not have kept up. Well, actually, I'm, actually, I just just looked at the chat right now. Uh, don't know anything much about the new cast, but I might still call in just a little bit later. Um, Let's move on to our next uh, contestant here on the NAMI tribe. Uh, we have Randon Montalvo, uh 41-year-old aerospace technician, uh, who literally the first thing that sticks out right from the get-go, he runs endurance marathons. He's into extreme sports. Uh, he also joined the military as well. Uh, before before ultimately ending up uh, becoming an aerospace technician, first thing that sticks out to me, this guy's going to have no problem when it comes to endurance competitions. Because literally, uh, <laughs> most endurance competitions, you know, usually they have to do with uh, they have to do with you know how mu how much you can uh how much you can hang in there uh, now however though but, that doesn't necessarily mean that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that he may not be a casualty uh from a tribal standpoint or uh because I I'm wondering if he may rub a couple of his uh fellow tribe mates the wrong way with him. Being a military man, he likely has, uh, you know, he likely has a strict code that he lives by. Uh, he could be one of those people uh, that could potentially be sort of the bossy type, I guess you could say. Can I say something, Steve? Sure, go ahead. Okay, what I was going to say about him is, you know, he does all this endurances and blah, 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 and he's got this resume in the military. But he does that when he's healthy and well-fed. How is he going to be a man of his stature when he's hungry? Exactly. You know? And doing nothing on the island. <laughs> Right, right. I mean, he could run up and down the beach, but when he does that, he's going to take uh, nutritional value and ec calories, everything he needs for these competitions, he's going to be taken away. So he really can't be exercising much. So I don't know. I mean, he he, he looks all happy-dappy here, but I'm not too sure. Hopefully he's bulked up so he can lose some weight. But when you <clears> lose weight, you lose muscle mass. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I think yeah. that he's going to be really good in the. You know, I think he'll be well. He'll do good in the comp. 
But like um, he said, it's but it's mouth. a matter of will he also be good with the strategy? Will he also be good? I think he'll be okay. You do? I, I think okay. that he'll probably, yeah, I do. I think he'll probably, <sighs> I think he may make the merge. If he doesn't make the merge, he's going to be one of the last. I think he'll be okay. What well, what are your thoughts on, on him, JB? On uh Randon Montalvo. He's the one that stood out uh just by looking at just by <laughs> looking at him, his uh you know, name, uh what he does and everything. He's gotta be a smart dude. Uh I don't know. Just because he's a smart guy doesn't mean, you know, he's going to go far. Uh, It might, uh, you know, play in. I was thinking if he's smart and doesn't tell everybody that he's into this aerospace uh, stuff and into – you know, running and all that kind of stuff. If he can keep his mouth shut, I think he can go farther than if he, uh, you know, blabs everything to everybody. But I think he is the one that stood out on this uh, NAMI tribe. Uh, after Steve mentioned, uh, you know, about Hunter, it's uh, Randon and Hunter so far that have stood out on this uh, NAMI tribe. To me, anyway. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just, you know, I just, I look at him, and we we've seen many. Uh, we've seen many military, uh, many military contestants, uh, you know, play this uh, play this show, and you know, it just it makes you it, it, it makes you wonder. You know, we we we've seen some that have uh, that have utilized it to their advantage. Others have been bossy. Uh, you know, it just it it makes you wonder if he may be potentially seen as uh, as sort of the bossy type. Uh, obviously, we don't you know we don't know these uh, these uh, these people until we actually see them on television. But I don't know. I, I, I'm just I'm not getting a good feeling about him right mm-hmm. as of right now. Just Based off of, uh, you know, another thing, too, with him being an aerospace technician, uh, obviously means that he's smart. You know, he may he may potentially go out there with an attitude that he's better than everybody else, uh, which could, well, depend, depending on how... Go ahead, Melissa. No, when you were talking about 
aerospace, okay, he's a, an aerospace technician. That doesn't mean, okay, he he doesn't have to, um, what's the word for it, hold a PhD to do that. And because I work in aerospace, my husband works in aerospace, the aerospace technicians are basically assemblers. Okay, oh. they don't design, they don't design they don't really design the the stuff. They actually just put it together. They're just fixer uppers. If that makes if that makes any sense. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. It clears up a lot mm-hmm. too. And and like I yeah. said too, if he can keep his mouth shut about him being in the military and, you know, being bossy and everything like that, I think he can go further. If he's going to be one of these bossy kind, he's going to leave before, he's going to be one of the first five to leave, I think. Well, you know, he didn't come across as going to be the bossy type to me. Yeah. Um. We'll just have to wait and see, but I don't think he's going to be bossy. That's one thing I didn't uh, I, get to see, and that is, uh, you know, these uh, people and, uh, you know, uh, them talking about themselves and stuff like that. I didn't get to see that. I didn't get that. I'm just going by names, really. I see we lost uh, David Cadmus. Hopefully he can uh, he can rejoin us, um, and we'll get him uh, we'll get him back on. Um, going over to our next uh, contestant here. Uh, oh wait, uh, Reggie, did we get did we get your thoughts on Ranvin? Yeah, I I said that I wasn't too sure. Either, you know, if he, uh, you know, he may be good in endurance competitions and blah, 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 but if, you know, he can't use calories and he could be good when he's physically healthy, but I'm, you know, if he, if he, if his muscle mass starts going, then he's going to be worthless. Right. Um, our next, our next, uh, contestant on on this tribe is and wow uh i don't I consider this the first uh, the first time i've heard this as a first name but soda thompson yeah 20 27 year old uh who is a special education teacher uh and apparently she wants to play the game most like season 42 when asked about what type uh, about what type of survivor that she you know wh- which survivor she'd like to emulate uh she didn't provide a survivor she provided a survivor season which would be the season that uh Marianne won season 42 which, I can see that I mean I guess I suppose Okay, you know, if uh, 
I guess if uh, you know, Mar- Marianne has become one of those ty- one of those type of survivor winners that a lot of uh, a lot of contestants have wanted to try and emulate, uh, because of she ended up winning uh, partially because of her bubbly personality, um, which I mean, I guess I guess I can I guess I can uh, I can understand in this case, considering the fact that. It, they claim that her boisterous attitude makes her a portable light source. That uh, yeah. she's basically the light within the darkness, so to speak. Um, <laughs> honestly, I mean, I don't really know what to think of Soda. Like, yeah, okay, she can be, you know, she could, she can be bubbly. But also at the same time, makes you it does make it does make you wonder. You know, people have seen uh, players come in with a with a bubbly personality before, like Marianne, and look at what happened with Marianne. She ended up going on to win the game. Uh, it could also be as well, perhaps that you know she's one of the she's one of those players that. Yeah, okay, you know, she 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 she's like a bubbly personality and she's carefree or whatnot, but uh doesn't necessarily mean that she's gonna really bring that much to the table for her tribe. As we've seen with certain contestants on previous seasons. So what what are your what are your thoughts uh first Melissa with uh with soda? Um actually when I was listening to some of these interviews a lot of them were saying um that they liked her vibe. I heard a lot of them describing her um, saying that it's somebody that they think that they could vibe with. I think that she's smart. I think she's. Um, I think she's likable. Uh, I think she's probably going to be pretty. I don't know. It really depends on. <sighs> Being that she's on the tribe that she's on, she may be, I think her and Liz would probably be at the most trouble as far as early, you know, easy vote if they happen to lose. I could agree. I could agree with that. I, I think I would. Uh, mm-hmm. I could potential. I could potentially see that just just based off of the uh, off of the tribe makeup and those that we've gone through so far. I mean, we do have two others to also uh, cover on this tribe, but uh, I could you know I could kind of see that you know she she bears a couple of similarities. I feel to a few. Uh, previous, uh, 
you know, survivor rookie, uh, first-time survivors. But uh, what about you, JB? What what are your thoughts on Soda Thompson? I didn't get to see her uh, interview, but looking at her uh, name, age, where she's from, and that she's a special education teacher, um, number one that stands out to me anyway is that she's one of the ones on the bottom. And then I looked at she's a special education teacher, and you have to be a special kind of person to be a special education teacher. I mean, you have to have... uh, Oh, I can't think of the name. I can't think of the word. I Patience. Mean, you, huh? Patience. Patience. Yes. Patience. Patience is. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that word. But you have to have patience, and you have to have more patience, and. I can see that people are going to be saying, hey, you're supposed to be doing this and you're supposed to be doing that. And she's just going to say, hey, I'll." she's going to look at the camera and she'll say, hey, I'll get to it when I, uh, you know, when I get to it, whenever, you know, whenever that happens. And... I can actually see her going past the merge, but then again, I can see her going, oh, like, uh, probably like uh, Liz, maybe one of the first five to go out. And who knows, you know, I might be wrong, too. So yeah, she, doesn't, I don't know. she doesn't strike you as the type of person uh, that will basically lash out at anybody giving orders. Essentially, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I could, You know, she's not going to be a random or. Even a even a hunter, uh, you know that you say, uh, you know he actually was, uh, you know, doing all these survivor challenges and stuff, and I don't see him actually, you know, barking orders. I can see Randon barking orders. As as far as Soda Thompson, I don't see her uh, barking any kind of orders with her being a special education teacher. I think she's going to be more of a of a motherly type thing. Yeah, she's going to be laid I, back. Uh, and... I think they call her, they're going to be calling her Mama Sita. So that, <laughs> that will tell you there. 
What are your thoughts, Reggie, or, uh, on soda? Oh, where do I start? Um, that smile, to me, you know, she may be a special education teacher, but had several of them in my family, and they just, uh, when they're not at school, they have a whole total different personality. I don't think she's going to be kumbala and all that kind of stuff. I think she's going to be a little snarky and um, try to play too fast too soon. I look for her to be gone early. Another thing to keep in mind as well is, uh, in particular, uh, you know, she obviously knows that she's going to be on TV. So I would think, especially with a, with a job like uh, like being involved in special education, uh, you do have to watch how you act uh, on TV because you're not just yeah. representing yourself, you're also representing the company that you work for. So I'm not all that sure that we would – you know that that we would uh, really see anything, uh, you know, like anything wild out of her, so to speak. Because we know well, we know what's happened before when contestants have, uh, you know, contestants have had their have had their jobs, uh, uh, you know, get contacted. Yep because of stuff that they've done on reality TV. So. Yep. I just hope she keeps that in mind. Right. Uh, our next contestant on, uh, on this tribe, we have Tevin Davis, uh, who is a 24-year-old actor. Um, basically... He's a guy that, that that they say makes wins out of losses, uh, and he's already got this. Uh, he's already got this attitude of saying, you know, this island's mine. Like basically, he's it. Like he's it's it, it's almost like he he kind of gives off to me a behind the scenes type of vibe like he's not gonna be out i mean yeah he'll be out there when it comes to like uh socially and whatnot but he really strikes me as a more behind the scenes type of vibe like oh you know everybody else is gonna be is gonna be making noise but every but you know we got to remember that this island is mine this game is mine you know People out there maybe uh, maybe trying to act like like they're the ones in control, but I'm the one in control. Uh, he says he wants to play like Marianne and Cochran, which I mean, honestly, that's uh, like a, a more likable version of Cochran. That's that's quite a deadly combination, if you ask me, uh, when it comes to social game and strategic game. Um, Yeah, and, and and you know, also I think another thing that may uh, that may work well for him is he's a country boy at heart, uh, which may 
help in with a, which may help him with ha- with him having you know a kind nature uh, that may end up helping him uh, connect with uh, with certain people. Um, but let's get let's get your thoughts, Melissa. What 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 are your first thoughts on Kevin Davis? Um, you know what? I don't like him, and I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Um, uh, he talked and talked and talked, and really nothing comes out of his mouth, but I did this, and I did that, and I played this role this way, and I played that role this way, and blah, 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 and I'm like, I was so bored listening to it. And I thought, you know, I he just kind of turned me off. I really but didn't care fair, for him at all. Some actors are like that. I, well, and that's fine. But this particular one, I, I'm just, I'm not feeling him. Now he could, and just because I don't like him does not mean that he's not going to go far. Because he might, but I hope he doesn't. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> what about so you, Jamie? Anyway. What are your first thought? What are your first thoughts about uh, about Tevin? I agree with uh, Melissa. Uh, when I I didn't uh, get to see any interviews like uh, Melissa did, but just looking at his name, where he's from, and that he's an actor, I'm thinking, is he born in Richmond or is he from Richmond? And I'm thinking, if he's born in Richmond, that's one thing. If you're from Richmond and you're an actor, uh, if you're an actor, wouldn't you be in either... New York or, uh, you know, some other big city, Chicago or L.A., and be an actor instead of not being in Richmond? Well, not necessarily. He could do, like, um, you know, community theater, um, also commercial, yeah, community theater, <laughs> whatever. I, my cousin, he does. He does uh, community theater, like the a dinner playhouse where you can go and see a play and eat dinner. There's yeah, does, he may not be because a, he's an actor. That doesn't a, necessarily mean that you know he's in Hollywood and stuff like that. Yeah, that he's yeah, a TV actor or a movie actor. Yeah, that's true. But I saw him. And on top of that, well, and then on top of that, there are a lot of actors out there who are active in in movies and stuff like that that actually do not live in California or New York. Oh. Yeah. live in, like, Montana. I know Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell live in Aspen. 
Um, I know Tom yeah, Selleck a big ranch out there. and a few others live in Montana. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, there's a few that live in Aspen, not just them. Reggie, how about you? What are, what are your thoughts on uh, on Tevin Davis? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not getting any vibe from him at all. You know, he he's just blah. He he's there. Um, do I think he's going to last a long while? Absolutely not. You don't think so? Nope. I mean, to, to me, to me, he kind of he kind of seems like more of a behind the scenes type of type of person as opposed to a uh, you know as as opposed to somebody who's uh who's going to be up and in their face. I don't know. I it, it's like I said before, he could go far, but I hope he doesn't. Right. He just he just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't just I just I did not. All right. I did not vibe with him. <laughs> All right. So we got we got one more player for this tribe, and then what we're gonna do for the next two tribes, I'm gonna go down the list uh, of names, and we'll we'll give our we'll we'll give our thoughts that way because uh, I mean we basically have taken up almost an hour on just this tribe alone. Uh, so, finishing off the uh, the NAMI tribe, we have Venus Vafa, who is a 24-year-old data analyst from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, the one thing that sticks out immediately, I mean, obviously, having to having to deal with de- with data, which means that she's she's likely very smart. Uh, she's also a poker player, which, if that's the if that's the case, you know we're gonna we're gonna really get to see just exactly how good her poker face uh, is out there on the island. Uh, she wants to play the most like Parvati and Sari, and she claims that uh, that she's very observant and can see through the facades of different people. Uh, that she, you know, she can basically, she can basically tell, uh, you know, who's full, who's full of bullshit and who's actually, uh, you know, who's actually sincere. Um, so, I mean, let's, let's, let's just start off. Uh, anybody have any thoughts on, uh, on Venus? She's pretty. Yes. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's beautiful. Very gorgeous. Yeah. And yes. she reminds me, she reminds me like a. Um, Anne Hathaway, um, yeah, Angelina Jolie. Right. Anne Hathaway. Looked, there was a, one of her interviews she did. She still had her makeup and everything on, and I was thinking, damn, she looks like Anne Hathaway. Oh, she's beautiful. And then I saw yeah. another. Then I saw another one and said, maybe Angelina Jolie. I don't know. I think she's going to go but, quite a ways. I think she will. Um, I do too. I'm hoping that she does. 
Me too. JB, any mm-hmm. thoughts? No, not really. Uh, I guess I'm getting her mixed up with uh, Tiffany on Yanu, uh, and I shouldn't really, because uh, she's, like you said, you know, she's a data analyst, and she's, uh, you know, got it with her upstairs. Uh, yeah, and she said, also yeah, she also after, wants to go uh, to law school. Yeah, so she wants to go to law school and and do immigration law because so she you was talking about how smart how hard it was for her parents to immigrate to Canada from Iran. <laughs> She's Canadian born and raised, but her parents her parents came from Iran. <coughs> and she wants to well, go to law school. If she wants to go to law school then she de- then she definitely must have the smarts in order to uh Yeah. Definitely. I mean yeah. she could be potentially dangerous if if she yeah. decides mm-hmm. to play the flirt card at all. Oh, Lord have mercy. Them guys are gonna oh. fall like foot in. They're gonna fall like foot in those petals. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's actually a couple of them that uh, uh, a couple of contestants that'll knock the boys' socks off. In my opinion. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, let's let's get to, uh, or actually first before I continue, uh, Janet, you've been uh, you've been on the line. Uh, do you have any thoughts at all about? Uh, about anybody from the uh, NAMI tribe that we've been talking about? No. I haven't really read anything, seen anything, so I'll have to save my comment until the next podcast. Sorry. Oh, okay. It's okay. good, Janet. I haven't seen anything or read anything either. I've been too busy. I've been preoccupied, by the way. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> But on that happy note, y'all, I'm going to take off and hit hit the bed. I'm exhausted. So I will talk to you all later, okay? Okay, Bye-bye. Reggie. Okay. Good night. Okay, Reggie. Good night. Well, thank you for joining us. Good night, Reggie. Uh-huh. Bye-bye, y'all. All right. Uh, next up, we have the Sega tribe. And I'll just go right, da- right down the line here. We have uh, Tim Spicer. Who's the college coach? We have Jamila, who is a international brand mentor, whatever the hell that means. Uh, a manager. We have. Oh, okay. We have Charlie Davis, who's a law student. Uh, we have Mariah Gaynor, who is a program coordinator. Uh, we got Ben Katzman, who is a musician and. We have Maria Shrine Gonzalez, who apparently is a former salsa dancer and originally tri- originally uh, tried to uh, tried to apply to Survivor apparently about twenty years ago. Oops. So, there? Well, yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Uh, 
So does any anybody have any thoughts uh, on any specific players in general from the uh, from the Sega tribe? Um, yes. First of all, um, look at Ben. Look at his picture. Tell me, okay. I didn't even catch this until I heard him talking. <clears throat> Who does that remind you of? Ben, you said? Uh, oh, God. Um, I mean, slicked back big hair, brother. the first thing big I brother all, Big brother, all-star winner. I'll put that out there. Dr. Will, really? No. No. Oh, wait. All-star win. winner. And it's not Boogie. Cody? Yes. My gosh, I, I was know. listening to him talk. The way he was talking and everything, it was like Cody Califari. Yep. I don't know. I think I, he's that, going to go. That's that, that's definitely, uh, I don't know if I'd say, if I'd say Cody. I, I'd have to rewatch that, I guess. Oh, I would say, yeah, it's, it's, he reminds me, you have to look at his interviews and listen to him talk and his like and whatever. I mean, he was just totally Cody. That's who immediately I, I thought of. Next, I like Jamila. I think that she's probably going to go pretty far. Um, I like Maria, but I don't anticipate she's going to go too far. I think she's the oldest one out there, the oldest oldest member of the cast. Um, Charlie, I think Maria, is going to be yeah, really good at I Cody. I think is going to be really or not Cody, Charlie. Charlie is going to be really good in um. Comps. He doesn't look like much. He looks kind of like a Captain nerd. Of the, a geek. Cr- of the uh of the varsity cross country team. Yep. I think he's gonna I think he probably will do okay. I don't see him going early, let's just say put it that way. And Tim Boring Totally boring. He was just kind of sitting there, and he was just kind of talking like this. And I was like, okay, <laughs> on to the next one. Oh, I couldn't God. take it. Uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the one thing that sticks out to me with Tim and automatically, in my opinion, disqualifies him is the fact that he wants to play like Shamar Thomas. And for anybody who doesn't remember Shamar, He's uh, he's that Marine or Army guy that, that quit because he got sand in his eye. Oh, no. From, from Fans versus Favorites, too. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was lazy to begin with. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this guy is going to be that way. I He may shock me, but I 
Um, I don't think he's going to do much. Let's just put it that way. All right, uh, JB. What about what about you? Uh, any thoughts? Uh, as far as Ben, uh, he doesn't do much for me. Charlie, he's uh, smart. Tim Spicer, just because he's a college coach. Uh, uh, Jim. Uh, when I first uh, saw her, I thought she would look nice uh, walking around the uh, beach. She's going to be one of those. Uh, she's going to be one of those girls that uh, you know the guys are going to be looking at. Yeah, uh, the drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, she's yeah. the other drop dead gorgeous one. Yep. Yeah. And I think she's the uh, best-looking one of all of them, really, I think. Uh, Maria, I saw her, um, what she did. I, I read it on True Dork Times, and it said that she's a parent coach. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't uh, you know, I... I just saw that, and I, it, it just threw me off. And I thought, uh, you know what? Parent coaches don't uh, don't do nothing for me. And first off, just, what is a parent coach? Oh, they try I have no to idea. they try to uh, tell people how to raise their kids and everything like that, giving them oh, pointers. Boy. Okay. Just giving them pointers, not telling them how to raise their kids, but getting, right. giving them pointers on how to work through different um, problems that they may right. be having. Right. And I didn't get, uh, you know, I know Steve has, uh, you know, other things that this uh, woman does, and I'm sure that those things – probably outweigh uh, this uh, parent coach thing. Uh, As far as Mariah, she's a program coordinator. She's got to have some smarts, too, just like uh, Charlie and uh, Jim. The strongest players I see are maybe Tim... And I don't know if Ben would be strong. I don't, I don't know. know. He seems to be more. He seems to be more like like and uh, he he seems to be more like a like a social type of player because he says that he that his strength is being emotionally intelligent. And on True Dork Times, it shows that he's a shred instructor. And I looked that up, and it's more or less a 
Uh, it's more or less like a personal trainer. They try to get the other person to shred, uh, you know, uh, some pounds off of their, uh, you know, weight and stuff like that. So whether that has anything to do with it, I don't know what he really does. You know, I don't know. I see the strongest ones being Tim and Ben, and I don't know about Charlie. But uh, Charlie Charlie and Jim are the smartest ones, along with Mariah. Yeah, I, I, look, I look at it like this. I think Jim... Uh, you know, she looks kind of athletic. Uh, she could use the flirt card potentially. Uh, you know, she wants to play most like Rob, Tony, and Wentworth. I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a combination, those three. Um, and she considers herself to be a risk taker, which is the one thing I think that I don't, I don't think anybody else in this cast has said. So we could potentially see uh, Jem maybe do some uh, – Kind of make some kind of ballsy moves, uh, potentially, uh, here. Charlie, I think he'll probably be good in challenges. And also, it's worth noting, he was a debater uh, as well in school. Mm. And uh, basically into board games. You know, it's, he's kind of Zach Wurtenberger, but he's giving off vibes of, a better Zach Wurtenberger, basically. Like, somebody who's not going to go out there and be the very first boot. Um, like Zach was seasons ago. Yeah. Um, you know, Maria, at the, same, at the same time, Maria, you know, she used to be a physical therapist, or I don't know if she still is. She might still be a physical therapist, um, as well as a parent coach. Uh Granted, you know, it's she she may be the oldest person in the cast, but I don't think uh you know, I, I don't think it's something that may hold her back. Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. One thing I was gonna ask you, uh, Steve, and that is uh what else did you read or hear about Tim? that kind of uh, made your, you know, that kind of said, you know, maybe this guy might be, uh, you know, somebody to uh, look at. Anything? Somebody to look at? I was, like, I was saying, I thought he, he didn't have any energy. I did not see any potential in him whatsoever. I'm thinking very boring. Okay. Well, that's what I think of Sega. 
right. How about uh, the Yanu tribe? We have uh, Q Burdett, who is a – actually, it didn't really say what he was, uh, but uh, apparently he's one of 17 siblings. Uh, so, you know, he's basically been playing the game of Survivor almost his entire life. Uh, was the first of his family to to graduate college. Uh, hopes his charm and people skills will also prevail above all else. Uh, he says he wants to play like bits and pieces of past, of past players. Uh, we have Banu, who's an IT analyst. Uh, we got David, who is the youngest castaway at the age of 22. Um, and apparently he was told by Jeff Probst before the game even began, it's going to be hard for you to win this game. Uh, that doesn't <laughs> sound good right off the bat. Uh, you have Jessica, who is a software engineer. Uh, you have Kenzie, who is a salon owner. Uh, and you also have Tiffany, who is an artist, and apparently she's had a lot of her artwork displayed at Madison Square Garden. That I that I uh, you know I don't I don't think I don't think we have uh, we have many Survivor contestants that that randomly throw stuff out like that. Uh, she is another one who loves to gamble as well, and that could end up paying off uh, potentially depending on what happens in the game. Uh, however, though. Two big minuses for her. She lacks situational awareness, not good for a game like Survivor, and she has no filter, which also could be a which which also could be a minus uh, for her. Uh, and also, she's also a habitual procrastinator, which basically she may be somebody who may not want to pull the plug on certain uh, on certain moves. Uh, Let's start with you, Melissa, on the Yanu tribe. Uh, did you get a uh, did you get a a, a vibe uh, from from anybody? Now I kind of like Tiffany, but I do believe that she's going to be um, I think she's going to be kind of um, the one to be confrontational. Out of the whole cast, I can see her being more confrontational. Um, as far as Kinsey, she's the other one I was thinking is drop dead gorgeous. And she's very popular because when you listen to all of the, um, when you're listening to all of the interviews, a lot of them describe her. Oh, the one with the long red hair. And she just has tattoos and everything. She gives off really good vibes. She's very popular. Everybody's going to want to be her friend, which is good for her. So I see that she at least goes probably, if not in the final five, then pretty close. Um, As far as Jessica, hmm. I can see her going far too. I didn't listen to her as much as I did some of the others. And I think it's because I was running out of time. But um, I think that she has potential of going pretty far. As far as Q, I like him. Um, 
I, I like him. I think he'll be okay. Um, as far as David, he was saying, I'm going to win this game. So everybody out there, when you're choosing your fantasy teams, you know, you better have me on there because guaranteed I am winning this game. And I'm like, okay, you're about probably the first. I think you're going to be very early boot. (laughs) Let's just go that way. I think he's going to be an early boot. And Banu, it's like, Benu who he may surprise me, but I think you know in in all of the tribes there's gonna be a couple that are people are gonna consider to be the early boots, and I honestly think Benu is one, David is possibly the other, Tim is gonna be one, and Maria on Signa. And the easy boots would be like Soda and Liz on Nami. So that's just yeah. my prediction. You know, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really know what to think about this about this one. I think. Uh, David, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really appear to be, uh, he, he doesn't look like he's going to really start off, uh, on the, on the right track. Now, one thing I find interesting is that there's, there's quite a few people who apparently, uh, have made merchandise, uh, Although I don't know, I think there might be there might be uh, there might have been previous contestants I think that have made merchandise uh, to sell, uh, regardless of of when they've uh, or of where they finish. Um, but I do find I do find that a little bit uh, a little bit interesting that you know he's even asking his fans what should. Uh, you know what? What should I? Uh, what should what what should I call you guys, or what should we refer to you guys as? I thought that you know I thought that was kind of interesting. Maybe he could. Maybe he's an early boot, but maybe he's a big enough, uh, or he's a, he's a late enough boot to where he lasts for quite a bit because. I mean, if he was if he was just an early boot, why would he be asking his fans to come up with a name for themselves if he wasn't going to be on the show for at least a little while? Like maybe he doesn't make merge, but you know he could at least be somebody to root for a little bit early on. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to be rooting for him. I think he's very, um, he has a high image of himself. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can kind of see that. Um, let's see. 
Banu, I think, I think will definitely be useful, uh, specifically in swimming challenges because he's very good. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can really say this is an advantage, but he's a very, a very good swimmer, which, you know, we all know, uh, we all know how how certain contestants have had problems in the water uh, in previous seasons. You know, that could be something that may potentially get him towards at least the mergatory. Uh, mergatory, you know, being uh, obviously the fake merge. Um, you know, I don't know, though. Uh, it's weird. I... Who do you guys who do you guys think is the strongest uh the uh, on paper the strongest tribe out of the three? Mm-hmm. I'd go with Nami. Uh, You'd go with Nami, uh JB? Yes, I would. Yeah, possibly. They're going to be good. Followed by um followed by Sig Siga. Yeah. I don't know. I think the strongest the strongest competitors on Yanu are going to be Q, Kenzie, Tiffany, as far as puzzly type stuff, I'm going to say Jessica would probably be pretty good at that one. Um, Banu would probably be pretty good at challenges. I don't know. They might all be. If that's the case, then Yanu is probably going to be stronger than Nami. Yeah, you know, it's weird. I am kind of getting a vibe from the Yanu tribe that she may not, or, or that they may potentially be the worst of the three. I mean, just uh, just just based off of what I just based off of what I've read. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and with anybody Maybe. that we pick, and with anybody that we pick, you know, it could be, you know, I look at David as being, you know, one of the first to go. You know, it could be that he's a, a you know, strong player, and they want to uh, keep him past the merge. He might last to the final five. We don't know. Jim, Jim knows. <laughs> Jim yeah, knows but, everything. Uh, yeah, but Jim, Jim's taking a uh, much needed uh, a much needed mental break uh, tonight. So, right. Um, 
I assume if we have now, obviously, obviously, I don't know as of right now if we're going to have a uh, podcast on Thursday. Uh, I mean, we may we may just come back next week uh, for uh, for Thursday, but uh, if we do, um, I don't know if he'll be joining us then. Uh, hopefully, he does. But. Um, yeah, he's been he, he uh he has been basically taking a uh a much need a much needed break tonight after uh I mean, we went we went straight from uh you know, stra- straight straight from uh uh from rest and relaxation to you know, doing uh the whispers game and I I mean, I'll t- I'll tell you it takes a lot out of you whether you're a uh, whether you're a player or a member of the staff, so um, you know it doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, oh, actually, you know I just got a message from him. Uh, he did say that I will uh, or uh, that he will join. He will join us right before the overtime. So, um, so he will be uh, he will be on here tonight. Which I mean, we got about. 16 or 15 minutes to go. So, um, in this, uh, in the regular portion of tonight's show. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, you know, another thing that, that I mentioned earlier, uh, <coughs> now, of course, this could be a load of bullshit from Probst, but he has basically promised that. Uh, this season is going to be one of the biggest gameplay type of seasons, uh, calling it a vicious season. But then again, this is the same guy who said that the game was a monster. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers that. Uh, saying that the game was a monster and the se- you know the season was, uh, if anything, that it was just that it was it was hype. It wasn't, you know, it it didn't really pan out to be the type of uh, the type of game that it, that that they were hyping it up to be. Um, so, I mean, what 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 does everybody think? Does everybody think that we may actually get to see? Uh, actual great gameplay this season? Like, are we going to go back to being, uh, are we going to go back to having actual gameplay or is it going to be another one of those, uh, you know, or is it, is, is it going to be an, another one of those type of, uh, those type of seasons where this is nothing but hype? Hmm. I don't think it's going to be hype. I think we will see good gameplay, but it's not going to be spread out, you know, good gameplay like every single week. I think, you're, you know, you're going to have one week that's going to be kind of crappy, Another week that's going to be crappy, and then another week, you know, you're going to think, I don't know if I want to watch this. And it might be one of the best uh, 
episodes, you know, of the uh, of the season. Then you're going to have another couple, and then you're going to have another good, uh, you know, another great episode. So to me, I think there might be like about four real good episodes. The other ones might be oh. I'm going to say maybe mediocre to average. And yeah, even though and it's and even though it's mediocre, I'm still going to watch and I'm still well, going to I'm still going to uh, you know, criticize still. Well, here's a uh, here's a question uh, that I think everybody's probably wondering. Uh, obviously, they're doing the first two episodes as uh, as two hours, right? For uh, for for each of the first two weeks, uh, it kind of seems like this is a little bit of an experiment by them as to whether or not uh, two hours may potentially be the way to go for. Uh, you know, for future seasons. We've already seen what happened when the show switched to 90-minute episodes. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, on at least the first two episodes being two hours? Well, that's fine because in the first two hours, especially in the very beginning, um, like the first and second episode, you're getting to know the players. So you're going to be able to see a lot more of them and have a better determination of what kind of players they're going to be. Um, And if I do remember, they said that they are going to have 90-minute episodes this year too, this season. So I don't think that they should go to two-hour episodes every single episode. But I think in the first, in the very beginning, the first a couple of hours is not bad because people are learning their faces and learning their personalities and making determinations of who they like and don't like and who's going to play and who's going to be crap. Right. Because I, I, I mean, you know, it, that extra hour or that extra thirty minutes uh, would actually help when it comes to, you know, we, we saw how good the character edit was when they moved the show to ninety-minute episodes. So, providing that extra little bit of thirty minutes, uh, maybe for a couple of episodes, that could actually really help shape the tone of uh of future seasons. Yeah. Could be, could be. I could definitely I could definitely uh support the uh the addition of two hour episodes, uh depending I mean Obviously, maybe maybe not the entire season, but you know, maybe like maybe the first four episodes or something or something like that would be two-hour episodes, you know, so that they can get 
they can get as much character work in as possible. Uh, I did also see there was a report, uh, which I'm kind of disappointed by this, uh, that said that the auction is not returning this season. So I guess the auction, uh, the auction isn't going to be every season now. Uh, maybe they may do it like every other season or something like that. So I was, a yeah, little, well, I was a little disappointed by that. Yeah, wasn't it something to do with uh, cost or something like that? It was some kind of bull crap that he was saying. <laughs> oh, I don't ex- think that it's the yeah. cost. Um, <laughs> that ain't a, nothing. It was an excuse to me. It was yeah. an excuse. I mean, when you have 18 and they get what? How much money? 500? Um, I forget exactly. Uh, crap. Yeah, I forget. I forget exactly how much it was. But uh, you know, that's the, like the, nine thousand bucks. That's nothing. Yeah, it's not the cost. Well, I think it had to do with them making the, uh, uh, you know, making the food and stuff like that. And it's, you know, still, to me, it's just a, a, an excuse not to uh, have it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. they can they can they can always use budget as uh, as uh, as some sort of excuse, uh, but I do wonder if they have anything to replace it, like uh, if they're gonna instead of doing it this season, if they're gonna replace it with anything. You know what I mean? Like maybe they'll maybe they'll introduce some other sort of twist. Maybe something bigger and better. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he might think it's bigger and better. We might not. Because <laughs> huh. a lot yeah, of times. It seems like a lot of times Jeff was going to say, you know, I think this was, uh, you know, one of the, you know, best things. And it's like when we were all talking on blog talk, we were saying how crappy it was. And it's like, how can he say it was, you know, uh, you know, it it was uh, you know so good. I really liked it and everything. 
like, well, uh, <laughs> he might like it, but we didn't. Yeah, I, 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 I guess it's more of a – I guess they may be more in a uh, situation now where they're sort of testing things out, so to speak, with uh, – You know, with certain uh, with certain aspects of what they want to bring in, of what they want to use, uh, you know, during during certain seasons. So yeah. maybe this may just this may just be a, a case of uh, of them essentially trying out certain things. Like maybe okay, we won't do. Maybe it's not a. I don't think it's a budget thing because I mean, come on, they're, they're getting money from CBS. You really think it's going to be a budget thing? Yeah, and they're getting money from the uh, advertisers. Not to mention all the shit with Paramount Plus, and now there's going to be a new street. Uh, I guess apparently they're going to merge with Peacock or something. So I don't even you know, want to anything, hear about that'll it. just, if anything, that's just going to increase the uh, production value. So I, I really think if anything, that's just them testing out different things essentially. Yeah. That's all that they're really doing. Uh, but anyways, we are headed, uh, or we will be going into the overtime portion uh, in about three minutes. Um, I know uh, we'll, we'll probably uh, get Janet hopefully back on here. Um, Tim, he's no longer in the chat room, but I assume he'll probably do a Houdini or something. Um Jim is finishing is finishing up some stuff, but he did uh, he did say he would be on. So, uh, and by the way, he will have spoilers with him. So, ooh, get out my pencil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, that's so my computer. Get out my pencil. Don't get out my pen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> And I guarantee yeah, you know what? He's probably going to... He changes. <laughs> he did that to me last year. I thought I was going to knock him up, knock, his, knock him out. Oh, my well, God. Well, you know, you, know you know what's probably going to happen? He's, uh, he, he's probably going to come on here and, uh, like, literally all of the speculation that we were doing uh, earlier... Probably going probably to get you guys are all wrong and say <laughs> and say throw throw everything out the window, uh, everything out the window wrong. that you guys are thinking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck? But uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we'll we'll know more uh, once he once he gets on here. Um, But uh, we do have – I'm pretty sure we're probably going to do uh, – we're probably going to do a 
uh, recap podcast. I just I don't know if it'll be if it'll be uh, Thursday night or if uh, we'll hold off until next week because I mean it's been I mean hell with all, with all the uh, with all the work that uh, that not just him but also but also I've had to do you know the last uh, God knows how many weeks. Um, I we we you know it's it's kind of funny we almost decided to do this podcast on on Thursday and just do it just do it all in uh all in one uh you know all in one sitting and you know do the uh do the cast assessment and then do the recap podcast all at the same time uh we were bouncing things back and forth uh let me bring in Tim uh, Tim, uh, Mr. Houdini is, uh, is joining us. Uh, Tim, I know you've been, you've been, uh, listening in. Uh, got any thoughts on, uh, on any specific, uh, any specific contestants this year? Honestly, no, because I've consumed almost zero pre-game content. I have simply been oh. busy for it. Well, yeah, obviously you, uh, you know, just like just like me, you were also uh, involved in the uh, in the whispers uh, the whispers game too. So, um, yeah, plus uh, plus I have work work and stuff that I'm dealing with too. All right, well, so, yeah, I, I, not I, a whole I, lot of time, not a whole lot of time for the preseason content. I assume you've been listening in, though. Um, Honestly, the only real thought I have on anyone is that I feel like for as long as Kevin is in, he is going to be a narrator. I I saw those, uh, the, 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 like, 12-minute preview stuff they released on TikTok, and the fact that he got an opening monologue like that says a lot. See, he is def- I feel like he's going to be a character for as long as he's in. Well, it's, it's, it's like I said earlier too. Usually, if if you're one of those people that has an opening, uh, either an opening monologue or an opening confessional within the first uh, however many minutes of the of the episode. Usually that bodes well for for you in terms of uh, you know in ter- in terms of uh, stability like how many like wh- whether you're in it for the long haul or or if or if you're in it till at least jury. That that's generally true. So, I mean, it's, you, uh, you know we go ahead. Yeah, like, like there, he had a whole freaky monologue like I have never seen anyone get before, though. So that was I found that interesting. Oh, I, I you know, like, like, you know, like, like I said, I didn't really. Uh, I probably should have watched the uh, the preview a little bit more um, before we did tonight's uh, tonight's show, but. Um, Obviously, you know I'm not, uh, or we'll be having the uh, uh, what's it called chat in uh, Survivor Whispers. I've been trying to, uh, 
you know, I've been trying to get a hold of Alexander Porter, so I don't think I don't think he's gonna um I don't think he's gonna be doing it this year, so I'll probably be doing it again. Um He hasn't been around for a while. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, actually he hasn't even he hasn't even read uh, his uh, or he hasn't read any of my replies. So, um, yeah, I don't know I don't know what he's uh, what he's dealing with uh, right now. Hmm. But anyways, well, I don't think Jim's going to be on tonight. I'm here. Oh, hey, are you? Ha, ha, ha. fooled you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, pro- he probably told Steve not to tell us. <laughs> First, all right. First thing is a female win. So y'all write that down, and is that enough for tonight? <laughs> <coughs> Well, I mean, I, I did say I did say uh, at least uh, that that you would provide spoiler content, and that is spoiler content. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that qualifies. Yeah, I would. I would definitely say that qualifies. I'm surprised you're not going down. Well, what? Who's everybody think that's uh, gonna win? <laughs> well, well, we have narrowed down now. the episodes, JB. It's narrowed down. You 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 can eliminate half the players. Yeah, yeah exactly. And Steve, did you know? Uh, we'll just call him Q, but Quintavious. Did you know where he sells real estate at? No. Memphis. About two blocks down from one of our stores in Germantown, Tennessee. Oh my Woo-hoo. god! Wow, that's crazy. Well, I think we know who your favorite is going to be this season, Jim. <laughs> well, yeah, of course I'm gonna like him. I liked Dwight when he was on there. He was he was from close by. Uh, but I like I like Jim, uh, J E M. Jim, um, I like her. I like. Uh, Oh, what's the what's the girl's name? Is it Venus or something like that? Yeah, Venus. Mhm. Yeah, I like her. I like her. Um, I like the the Opie Taylor lookalike. I like him. He looks like Ron Howard. I think he teaches science or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, um, Hunter McKnight. Yeah, uh, yeah, Hunter. Yeah, I do like him. Yeah. I like Kenzie and Tiffany. Don't don't fall in love with. Uh, and forgive me if I mispronounce this. Banu. Oh. Okay, that's uh, you know it's funny too because he claims to be good at making first impressions. So, uh, yeah. Wow, that's uh, ouch. Is all I've got to say about that. 
yeah, I kind of predicted that he was probably going to be an early boot. Mm-hmm. Him and David. Kevin, Kevin's okay. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> hey, gross is my last name. Melissa, I haven't. Melissa, I, I've, I've had this on ever since the podcast came on, mm-hmm. but uh, confession, I haven't been listening because I've been in and outside because been doing some ribs and some uh, burgers and some wings and, and working the grill because it was like 78 degrees here today, and it's like, wow. And then tomorrow morning it's going to be like 35. <laughs> it got to, so, it got to so I probably missed a lot of it, but did – have you have you said yet who you just really don't like yet? Because I know there's usually somebody that stands out and you just do not like them. Kevin. David. <laughs> Nailed it. Now, if you go if you go by some of the other speculated boots that I've seen. That you're saying that he makes the final three, and that makes me sick. I didn't. I didn't say that. No, I know you didn't, but I'm. I'm saying that I saw some other bootless that are kind of yeah, wacko, I've, I've seen, and said that he was I've, final three, and I was yeah, like, I've yeah. Few, I've seen quite a few speculation. Yeah. Bootless. Yeah. But, That's uh, what I said. Um, no, nobody's out there posting legitimate stuff because usually most spoilers don't do that anymore. You know, I never did that. Yeah. Because um, I think it takes the fun out of it. And I think most other people that do come across some information, um, from what I've noticed lately, they don't do it like that either, you know. It just kind of takes the fun out of it a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't. I don't but, like Kevin. I don't like David. Um, and I don't necessarily like Tim. Well, you won't have to worry about David too long. Thank God. But it, it's gonna. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a wild. Of I, I think the word uses aggressive. And how hard they're going to play against each other? Ooh, it's not going to be. It's not. Well, they uh, when these players hit hit the hit the beaches out there, they were ready to play, and it's not going to be where it's going to be a whole lot of feeling out process. They're aggressive, and I think that's probably why Jeff has said what he did about this season. Uh. Because it's it's going to be a lot of drama. There'll there'll be a lot of screaming and hollering, um, but it's all mm. it's all it's all within the game. You know, it's from what I I know, it's it's not like personal attacks or things like that. It's just being aggressive and calling people out about their game. Mm-hmm. That's very that, you don't that, see that, that to me. That would be fun to watch. You know, I agree, and you don't see that anymore. Yeah. yeah. The only time I can truly yeah. remember seeing that in the new era was was in '43 with Owen. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of kind of passive. Um, 
and players trying to lay low and then make a move late. It's not going to be like that this season. They're they're out there to play. And, That's great news. And it 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 very well could be the best season out of the the new era. It it could. Wow. I love to hear that. Okay. So. So anyway, Jim, what are you, start, what looking are you what, start looking at these ladies. Because <laughs> they're going to be another lady. Jim, what, 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 do you, what do you think about Thursday? Are we going to have a uh, a show or? Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't know that I'll do the whole three hours, but yeah, I don't see why not. I think. I think okay. we should do it on Thursdays again. Um, and you and Melissa kind of carry the ball. And uh, you know, if, if I can make it the whole the whole time, I will. If I can, I won't. I'll, I'll get here when I can. But uh, I think it's better than Friday nights because Friday nights are usually family nights. Right. So I'll tell you one thing, though, Jim. You got to be hella tired uh, this week after. Uh... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do anything today. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't post my normal stuff. I just after after tribal ended last night, I just turned it off and uh, you know, I'm I'm done with that season. It's over, it's done. You know, we had a great winter, we had a we had a great jury, it was a great game, but I'm done and I ain't I ain't wanting to stick around and and rehash it all for another week and talk to players about another week. I don't talk to them enough. And it's time to move on. So, <laughs> right. So I didn't. I wasn't even hardly on on Facebook. And then when I go on there, of course, I've got like one, two, three, four messages from players or dream team about about the freaking game that ended last night. It was like I knew not come on here. I knew I knew not come on here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I figured I figured to not really bother you to just to just answer uh, what you uh, what you sent me last night and then uh, um and then leave you alone for the rest of the day until you until until you get a hold of me. Well, I, mean, I don't I know what else there is to talk way, about. Also... I don't I don't I don't know what there is to talk. About. I mean, it's over. The game's over. We've got a winner. We got a runner up. It's over. I mean, everything's been said about that season. I don't know why people still want to talk about it. Right. I, 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 I talk until I'm blue in the face with players about that season. I've been on three four-way phone calls from midnight Jesus. to 7 a.m. with people Christ. all season. I've, I've talked about that season all I'm going to talk about. It's over. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I, – I, I wasn't going to bother after the season was over either, but it also, like, helped me that, one, I had work today. I had to go in the office today, and so, like, I passed out basically right after tribal. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, after I got off last night, was probably the earliest I've gone to sleep in a month. 
Spain. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you, Jim. It's been uh, like literally the last uh, the last week or so. It's been kicking my ass. Uh, like literally, I had to slap myself a couple of times to stay awake today. Yeah, it I mean, I was. Yeah, but I do. I do if think we definitely. Uh, I think you, you in particular, Jim, definitely need the, uh, you know, the extra, the extra hiatus, uh, so to speak. Yeah, and then, and then, of course, of course, the survivor guides um, have a season starting like a day after we get through. <laughs> Yeah, go figure, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like I've got I've got all this spoiler information. And I don't even know who these people are yet. I ain't, I ain't even had time to go research them. I I, I I talk to the ones I know and I talk to, but I don't know all these people's backgrounds and stuff. And maybe that's something that maybe that ain't even important. I don't know, um, but. Normally, I'm you know I've got all that information ready to go when the season starts, and I ain't watching no interviews. I ain't done nothing except get information and talk to the few that I know. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. Um, I'm definitely excited uh just uh, just looking at the fact that um you know usually when Probst hypes up a season usually like like one, one season he called he said that the that the game was a monster and it turned out to be anything but that uh so it's it's almost like is okay is he hyping this up for for like is he hyping this up legitimately or is this going to be you know like another one of those another one of those probes type uh uh one of the one of those probes type things where well, he hypes kinda, up a season and it broke, doesn't he's deliver he's kind of broken the mold lately because it used to be when he really pumped up a season you knew a guy was winning and that's not the case. So yeah. Um, evidently, he does really feel like this is a, a strong season. From things I've heard, it's a. I still I'll, I'll still use that word aggressive season. Players playing aggressive and going after it. Uh, so you know, it used to be when he would say something like that, you'd know, oh, my God, it's a male winner, and he was some kind of young stud that Probst fell in love with and called him by his last name. But that's not the case this season. Venus is going to have an interesting journey, though. She'll be somebody fun to watch if you uh, if you like her. You'd be kind of mm-hmm. on a roller coaster. <laughs> did you hear us? Did you hear me say that she's kind of like uh, she looks like Anne Hathaway, or yeah, kind of I, I asked, a little bit like I Angelina that, Jolie? I, asked, I only caught the last part of that. Um, 
because I messaged Steve and I said, who are they talking about that they think is so so pretty? He told me Venus, and I said, oh, yeah, well, she is pretty. But tell them, check out uh-huh. Jim. And I, I'm going to feel so mm-hmm. weird this season saying check out Jim when it's a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, her name is Jamila. So if you don't like Jim, you Yeah, but I call Jim. it Jim. I mean, it's it's like Jim it's, and Jim. It's kind of funny. You know, it, it's kind of a joke. Kind of, it's like, yeah, it's like Jim, like in, um, not Jim, but Jim. But yeah, I agree. I agree about Venus, and and I think I think Jim's really pretty too. Um, oh, she's gorgeous. Really paid, mm-hmm. I haven't really paid paid attention. There's one on uh, there's one on Nami that looks okay. I don't know who she is. Maybe let's see. Uh, well, Venus is on Nami. Well, no, it's not her. Not her. Liz Wilcox? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's her. It's her. Yes, it is. It's her. Venus? Yeah, it's her. I think Venus and Jamila and Kenzie are all drop-dead gorgeous. All right, let me find this third one you said. Who, Kenzie? Uh Uh-huh. The long red hair. Okay, let me find her. She's a good player. Kenzie uh, Petty. Okay, I see mm-hmm. her. The one with the tattoos? Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's a good player. We were also saying we were also saying that we could have a secret twist in the game and find out that Liz Wilcox on Nami and Mariah Gaynor on Cigna are sisters. Because they look, they look almost identical. I mean, the same mouth, the same glasses, the same eyes. It's uncanny how much they look alike. Mm, I'm looking now. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Mariah from San Diego, 28 years old. Liz, 35, from Florida. So it's probably just a coincidence, because I haven't heard anything like that. But, yeah. Um, and then I was saying that Ben on Cigna, the way he talks and even the way he looks is like Cody Calipari. Now, I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And what is, uh, what's, uh, on that tribe, what's the uh, black guy's name? Tim. Tim? He looks like Jamala Jones from a couple of seasons ago. I don't know. I, I think... Um, watching his interview, he was like very low energy. I just think he's going to be kind of boring and possibly lazy. Well, 
Well, on that tribe, they would probably need him to be anything but lazy, looking at who they have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I There's something about him I don't like. Just, he was just talking, so, oh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I, I just didn't. He did not spark any kind of anything in me. Isn't that the guy who also said he wants to play like a Shamar? <laughs> yeah. The guy who quit because he uh, because he had sand in his eye. Yeah, he was such a big, supposedly imposing physical specimen, and and he didn't last no time because he was a wimp. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I, as soon as I saw too. that, I was like, uh, yeah. Who is the one that didn't understand the question and said, like, Survivor 42 for the person they wanted to play like? Um, it was somebody on NAMI, if I remember correctly. Hang on. Uh, who was it? It was soda. What type of soda? I couldn't tell you, but that's a weird name, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> soda. Yeah. I, she, she, she's not too good. I didn't have. That's a few what ones. I thought. She, she was one of the few people I did see stuff for, mm-hmm. and like I didn't have a good feeling about her. Oh, I did. I, I I think she's personable. I think she may not have the strategic smarts or the athletic capability, but I think she's likable. But she's also, I can see, to be one that may be a little bit confrontational. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Jim said she ain't good, so. (laughs) (laughs) Just cut to the chase there, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But Jim said she wasn't no good. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you something else about uh, Venus, and y'all may have already talked about this. You may already know she's uh, she's very involved with the Make a Wish Foundation. Good for hmm. her. Oh wow! No, we didn't we didn't know about that. Yeah. I was telling them also that she she wants to become a immigration lawyer. Kind of like yeah, what uh, Wester Katura was in um, last season. 
Yeah, she, Although Katura uh, wasn't necessarily immigration, she was more um, civil. But yeah, civil rights. But yeah, when her she parent- joined, when she joined the Make a Wish, um, what she had said was that it's it's a chance to make a positive difference in someone else's life, and that's an opportunity worth seizing. And I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. not only spreading awareness but granting my own fifth wish in the process. And uh, other mm-hmm. little tidbits about her, she's a binge watcher on Netflix, and she loves movies. So that's a little bit about her background, a little more about her. And this was, um, she's been involved with Make-A-Wish all the way back, like, Seven years ago, she's been involved like seven years. Wow! So nice. Uh, I I like what they do. I do too. I do too. Yeah. And I'll be honest, if it wasn't Steve, for, didn't, like, Steve, doesn't John Cena still hold the record for most wishes granted? He does. Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody touching that record. So. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody even close. Just about every summer on Sports Center, they do they have like a week of segments of uh, kids having their sports wishes granted. That, that's how I first heard about it, and I, and I just really like what they do. If you want to see, I mean, I mean, since y'all were talking about how good she looked, and a little of what you said, Melissa, about the Anne Hathaway thing, if you go look at her Instagram, mm-hmm. you'll see it. She doesn't post a lot. She don't have a lot there, but she does have a couple of pictures where you can kind of see the Hathaway thing with the long black hair. Mm-hmm. So she's she's on Instagram, and she's just not one of those that sits there and posts pictures every day, you know. Mm-hmm. Which means she's, that that's another thing which probably means she's a pretty good person. <laughs> You know, instead of being on there trying to seek attention, she's out trying to yeah. to do things. <clears throat> but she's gonna she'll have an interesting season. If you like her, you'll you'll enjoy watching her. Yeah, I think there's a couple I'm gonna like watching. Did I guess anybody here that interviews, did she say she applied or was recruited or what? Anybody hear anything like that? I have mm-hmm. not. I, um, I heard her say I heard her say that she's been watching since before well, since COVID that she started watching 
So I don't know. So then that would be like Winners at War, which is the same thing as uh, uh, there's one of the other ones who started watching winner, uh, with Winners at War, too. Um, I think his name is Charlie. That said, Winners at War was their first season. So if it was if she's been watching since COVID, yeah, that's probably around the time frame because that's when they didn't have a reunion show because of it. Well, I don't know that she watched like one seasons one through twenty first, and then went back and started watching the others. So, well, maybe. I don't know. But I do, I do think D proved last season that you can be a hottie and win the game. Oh yeah, that she did. And also, uh, you know, in the, uh, I guess in, in the relationship between her and, uh, and, uh, what's his name? You could say that she had the balls, uh, in the relationship, so to speak. <laughs> the balls to actually speak up. Or not not speak up, but to uh, you know to keep to keep things uh, to do to do things uh, behind the scenes. Whereas Austin was, I think his name his name was Austin, right? Yeah, yeah. Austin was more out front. Wow, Jim has some beautiful wedding pictures. Yeah, she was born in India. Yeah. Oh, she's real pretty. But she's yeah, kind of she like is. we were talking about. We just got through talking about the other player. She's she's somebody that's got a lot going on for her, too. She's not just, you know, a pretty girl. She's had a lot of things uh, that she's been doing in her life. So, it looks like they did a good job with casting. Yeah, I'd say so. Definitely, definitely very diverse. That's for sure. She appears to be a Survivor fan. Jim does. She follows a lot of survivors. Oh, she's gonna she's probably gonna be one of those ones that's gonna go to a lot of uh watch parties then. 
wouldn't surprise me. Jim, what do you think about the uh, two hours? Do you think that those first two episodes are just a test to see whether or not they could go two hours? For uh... I don't think I don't think they will permanently go to that. Um, I, I think it's just like a little uh, caveat that CBS is tossing to them. Um, I think it's. I I I don't think they'll go to yeah I don't think it'll ever go to two hours, especially yeah, I, I mean you, it's kind of hard to do if you're if you're trying to air Amazing Race at the same time. Yeah, true. And I and to and to further that point, I think it's more just a bridge to like bridge the gap until Amazing Race starts. Yeah, because Amazing Race starts two weeks after Survivor does. Yep, that's probably right. <laughs> Jim, Doyle just sent me a photo of a whole bunch of concrete. I think that's concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the backyard and everything like that. Yeah, I think they're finna try to build a little place. Are they back home or are they still in the Philippines? No, they're back in the Philippines. Back in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were going to be living in Canada, no? Uh, I don't guess. No, uh, she came, and stayed, back, she came and stayed for a while, you know, and, and uh, met all his family. But I think their plan is to to live in the Philippines. I hope he knows what he's doing because that kind of scares me when I saw those pictures and now you say he's doing concrete or you think it's concrete. That's that's scary. Yeah, (laughs) I think it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) he'd He'd be the one to concrete his own foot. In the concrete, couldn't get out. Doug, how do I get out? <laughs> <laughs> well, you need a jackhammer now. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, make sure you aim correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if I hit your foot, don't holler too loud. Don't scare me. I may take yeah. your toe off. <laughs> But yeah, Melissa, I think the whole plan is is to uh, to stay there. I think it's got something to do with the the money exchange, um, how much of American dollars worth there, or Canadian dollars worth there. I think they can get a lot more done there with their money than they could in Canada. Plus, her family's there, so. Yeah, that's hard. Her family is in uh, Philippines, and his is in Canada, and it's like, 
And where do you get, where do you set your foot down? Yeah, it wasn't as bad well, for see, us. That it, it, it it's just... kind of weird. It's kind of weird because typically, um, I don't, I better not say that, that it may come out wrong. <laughs> well, I think between the Philippines and Canada was a little bit tougher than what I had to go through, either Arkansas or California. That's not as hard. I yeah, mean, it was right. at the time. It was at the time. But long, long term, it's not as bad as trying to do Canada or the Philippines. Yeah. With that 15-hour flight going from either Canada or L.A. to uh, South Korea, and then a three-hour, and then that three-hour flight to uh, Philippines. The one that'll do you in is that South Korean flight. I remember, I remember when Survivor was filming in the Philippines, and uh, and Stacy, you know, Penner's wife, had to go. She said it was like a a, a full day flight, like eighteen hours to Holy get there. Crap. Out of L.A. Out of L.A. Holy crap. And on the flight, on the flight, while she's trying to get there for the family reward, he got voted out. Oh, God. Brutal. But they did let her see him, so... But Melissa, you didn't keep up with the uh the Whispers game any? Besides what you and I talked about that one night? No, Jim, I really haven't been. Okay. Keeping up I know with Laura it. did. And Re- the reason I asked is because I know Laura did. She had a uh she had yeah. a favorite. She had a favorite that was played. <laughs> And she she kind of yeah, got the more was, it went along, the more and more she seemed to kind of get into it. Yeah, she um, favorite didn't win. She would she would text me every now and then with an update here and there, but not everything. Yeah. Well, she picked a good player for her favorite, but he he just didn't win. Her yeah. favorite was Austin. Austin her right? favorite was Austin. Yeah, Austin. Yeah. Uh huh. He did win Player of the Season from the Dream Team. I'm sure he'd have rather won the game. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> very he did have that. Players do like to win that award because because it's the Dream Team saying what they saw in them, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did win and, that. Yep, very highly contested vote. Yeah, and I have heard about it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steve can probably fill you in on it. I'll uh, probably fill you in. I mean, uh, I, I kind of already had. 
had some probably idea fill you in on the names you recall because of, you voted how you wanted to vote. Ugh. Needless to say, Jim, I think I think uh, I think everybody needs a. Uh, I mean, it was a long time uh, since we had a since we had a whispers game in, uh, but. I, th- I think this season may have reminded you just exactly, uh, just exactly what uh, you know why the break off of it was so, was so good for you because uh, you didn't have to deal with all the with all these problems. It was a tough season, and it, and it was and the thing about it was so crazy. It shouldn't have been that tough with small cast, but I guess right. with a small cast, when you do the twist with the uh, bad company and you do a battle back I mean it's like are we going to ever finish this damn game yep and you know I'll tell you uh, I think we may have had a we may have had a whispers low for confessionals because not too many people did confessionals this season Hmm. Yep. Wonder what that means. I don't know my first. They probably they they probably bought into somebody's bullshit that they uh, that we uh, that we leak out confessionals. Right. That, that was my first thought. That was my first thought. Yeah. See, and this is okay. I'm kind of um, glad that I decided not to play because you'd have been so good. Though. I don't, I don't, I don't need that stress. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't need well, the stress. I'm not necessarily saying it was a lot of stress on the players. It created a mm-hmm. lot of stress on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it created a lot of stress on the staff. I don't think particular. I don't think they really went through a lot of stress. Um, we had a couple well, of people maybe, quit, right? Well, yeah, you know, with what we talked about, but seriously, that that wasn't as big a deal as they wanted it to be made out to be, and I don't think nobody really took it as that big a deal, but, uh. I still think you'd be really good, Melissa. I think Lard'd be really good. JB, you'd suck. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you would. You would just copy other people's answers and get busted. And the funny yeah. part was they were wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> You're never but gonna let that. You play. I wouldn't mind seeing you play again because who knows. Maybe after all these years and watching all these shows like you had, maybe you'd be a lot better. But I've always, I've always thought Melissa would be really good. See, I'm not that quick with the Internet. I mean, I know I sat in on that one that you were um, – it was a just a test of a competition 
Oh, okay. And I swear, before I could even think of who it was, there were 10 answers. There was no way I was ever going to be first. There's no way I was ever going to be first. And at that point, I was just like, well, fuck that. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, I had... But the other the other side of that, Melissa, is I'm 4-0. Kim, Steve, am I known as a challenge beast? Nope. No. No. Well, except for that one challenge, but... Well, yeah, yeah. sometimes, but that ain't my game. I ain't into that. I want to watch yeah, TV you... and let them fight it out, because I ain't going nowhere, no way. What I need yeah, is... Yeah, you, you really don't have to be good at challenges to to win. In fact, I would say being challenges can actively hurt you at some point. This season, Melissa, this season was the uh, exception to the rule. Normally, the player that wins is, is not somebody that dominated challenges. Now, it it was this season because Janet kind of got thrown into a position where she had to win challenges to stay, and she can do that. But that was not her strategy going in. That's not how she wanted to play but she ended up having to play that way. And so this was kind of an exception to the Normally the person that wins is not the challenge demon. Yep. In fact, mm-hmm. normally normally a jury will look and, and, and they will bring that up. Well, all you did was win challenge. What else did you do? What alliance did you make? What strategy did you use? What did you do besides win some challenges here and there? They uh, juries usually don't like that. And correct correct me if I'm wrong, Jim. Have we ever have we ever had somebody win their way back in and end up winning the game? I can't remember. I thought Peggy did. I thought Peggy did one time. She oh, definitely okay. got back in and won. Because she, she got rocked out. Yeah, I think. But did, did she did she go against? Did she go against somebody who hadn't been eliminated? Uh, I uh, was it seemed like I remember Janet in that situation again where she won her way back in, but Kim Manning gas beat her because Kim never got voted out. Yeah. Now, I don't I don't know about Peggy, but I remember that with Janet. And I remember with Jamie. Jamie lost one season like that where she got back in. And she lost because of that. She was up against somebody that hadn't been voted out. This season was different. Victoria had never been voted out. Janet got rocked out and won a battle back and came back in and then won the the finale. And I think Peggy did that, too, if I'm not mistaken. Kim, didn't you Mm. say you think so, too? Yeah, I remember Peggy getting rocked out one season and then winning. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Also... I would like to point out that I don't think Victoria was ever really up for elimination either, aside from maybe one night. 
Oh, she played a great game. She did. I was asked. Especially being a new player. Mm, I agree with that. I already know uh, Doyle, Doyle has already tried uh, has already tried getting me out of retirement. I told him <laughs> I said that ain't gonna happen. Well, I, I only had I only I only had one try to get me out of retirement. They don't want me to play. <laughs> I just, the only, just person saying, tried, see, only person see. tried to get me out of retirement was Austin. He said he wasn't playing no more unless I played, and I'd play with him. He said if I do that, he'll play. I said, well, I don't know if I'm going to play Austin, but if I do that, I'll get your ass to the end. You can guarantee it. Uh, just well, saying, well, Jim, though, Jim see, seeing what I saw this season, uh, I'm I'm not really that interested in in uh, – yeah. Going, nobody going else. Nobody else has a player. I know. I know. Corey Turner. Corey Turner has talked to Austin and Peggy, trying to get get them both to play, and Austin to forget that he said this was his last season. He's trying to get both of them to play. I told him I don't think Austin is going to do that, and I told him I said. He did tell me if I would play and play with him, that he would play. And then Corey said, but, Jim, you can't do that because then I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm first thought in my head is, your ass ain't going to win no way. <laughs> yeah. But he did. He did play a really good season this season. He really did. Yeah. All right, Corey really did show a lot of growth and maturity. I would say this season, which was yeah, fantastic to watch. He really did. Yeah. And yeah, that lied to me about his year, though. <laughs> See, there's I, the whole back. There's the whole backstory yeah. to the jury votes. He had been telling me for two weeks Victoria deserved to win. He was going to vote for her and, and hope she won. Then finale night, he votes for Janet. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> so, I guess just another lie somebody told me. I don't know. Maybe he just changed his mind or somebody convinced him to change his mind. I don't I know. Mean- I mean, I'll say, I will say this, uh, Janet. Janet's responses, you know, they did make me raise eyebrows. Like if I was on that jury, they did make me raise eyebrows. Of okay, you know, I would think about maybe potentially voting for her, but I probably still would have voted for Victoria. Well, I mean, they should they should make you stop and think. I mean, how many times has she been there? Right. How many times has she – I mean, she's won twice. How many times has she been there and lost? I mean, she's been there a lot. Both she's players came to experience. play, though. Mm-hmm. Both players definitely came to play, though. I mean, good Lord, the uh, 
the responses. I just think I think the jury had their mind made up before they even asked a question. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. Especially considering what was being said, that that wouldn't surprise me. Well, what can you do about that though? Ain't nothing you can do about it. Exactly. Right. You can't go. You can't go tell them how to vote. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you get so sick of hearing, well, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not well. What are you going to do about it? Give, give me a solution. I'll go do it. Tell me. Tell me the answer. What are you going to do about it? They're human beings. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Hey, all they did was just vote for a winner. But... Some, I mean, some of the stuff that I had read, it, it, it was kind of mind-boggling to me, though. It was like I wouldn't be looking to do something else, you know, if I was a juror. You know, I would stay for the entire thing. Yeah. Well, you had a lot of, you had a lot of experience out there on that jury. Yeah. And... One of the things that comes with that is they play with a lot of these players a lot of times. So they may have personal bonds with them, you know. Yep. I know I'll never do another battle back. That shit ain't happening no more. Your ass is out, it's out. Unless... You bring the whole tribe back, like bad company. I ain't doing a battle back no more. I will say that was pretty impressive of her, too. Uh, I mean, granted, it wasn't really two tribes. It was, like, how many people? Four people? Yeah, one tribe had two people. One tribe had two people, and one of them was Teresa. The other tribe had three. And as far as who was beaten in the jury, go back and look. (laughs) Who'd they beat? Who'd you beat? Reggie? Corey? Doyle? Mike Jones? (laughs) Teresa? I mean, no, Teresa was still in. Who did did she beat? Mm, The threats were were all in the jury. No. Well, I should. Well, what I mean, what I mean, Austin and Dan. No, no, what I, no, no, what I mean, what I mean is, uh, you know, when she, after she won the jury battle back, and then had to, uh, compete against, against the two tribes. Like anybody that could have scored, anybody else that could have scored points, was on the jury. Like. Uh, like Michael. Besides, 
Austin and Daniel. Yeah. If you want to include Victoria. Yeah. Hi, guys. We got a minute, like a minute we left. We'll see you later. Yeah, all right. We'll see y'all Thursday yeah. night. Okay, see everybody Thursday night. All right, bye.